my goodness. Yes, Emma was silent. Or should I say silent? That sounds bad. Quiet sounds more correct. <sighs> Welcome to the Sunday night sea show. I know. Been not been there for a few days here. It's been very quiet. Dina had uh, the opportunity to be here live. I'm trying to adjust. Again, you know, the story of the microphone is always the same. <laughs> it's just like Emma always have an issue with her phone. Who is the microphone? That never stops. That's the never-ending story. What happened to the microphone? We don't know. But I'm back at the seashore. I'm back here and I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So hopefully people will continue to join me. That would be awesomely awesome. I know, sometimes being quiet is quite interesting, isn't it? So, ooh, I love this card, actually. The Wizard of Awareness. Just got one right here. So, my goodness, what an evening. What a few days. I wish we had a crazy moment of uh, peace here. It's been very cold. For some unknown reason, for the past... Ooh, and I'm talking to my microphone. Okay, we're going to speak on the front of the microphone. It has been insanely, insanely crazy. Very, very quiet here. But, oh my goodness, the cold front here? Oh, good Lord. Quite an interesting thing around here. But... You know, this is what we do here. We are hoping everybody has a good time. We want everybody to have a good time. Life of a ton is what we're living here. So, but what a day. It's been beautiful, actually. Uh, gorgeous outside. I love the, I was really, I love the snow. No, 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 no. We love the sun. Very, very sunny, but very cold. It feels like winter again. So I had to, uh, when I did the walk with the pop-ups, we had to wear a little uh, jacket, warmer jacket than I wanted to. But this is what happened when you're living up north. Ooh, mindfulness is about being observant and remaining, oh, remaining neutral about what goes on in the world around you. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I got the uh, wizard of awareness. I just pulled a card. I was just curious about this one, actually, which is your soul knows best. Be still and observe. I think it's a pretty good one, actually. Mindfulness is about observant and remaining neutral about what goes on in the world around you. This applies to the environment within you, too. If you struggle inside yourself, stepping into an observer position gives you a new powerful perspective that neutralizes any discomfort or over-excitement. You have the capacity to see things clearly now, uncumbered by opinions or desires. Wearing the world as a loose garment requires you to adapt yeah, to adopt a sense that nothing that happened to you is personal. Ooh, here's something very interesting on this one, actually. Nothing personal. I love that. People come and go, experience evil from one state to another in a continual shifting and changes no matter how much you want things to stay the same. Isn't it so true? Oh, I love that. The wizard of awareness asks you to give up your need to define or limit what you're experiencing now. 
It is all good. Let it be and watch the miracle unfold without any direct influences from you. Ooh, this is pretty good, actually. Oh, that's what I needed today. The wizard of awareness so for people who are listening and will be listening when I'm going to transfer this to my podcast. Keep this in mind for the wizard of awareness. I absolutely love that card and it speaks so truly of what's going on here right now. So, you know, when you deal with Oracle cards, especially um, I'm... I uh, use them just to pull a card to see what the universe has to say. But I love uh, Colette Baron Reed's cards. So those are my little pet pee on this one. But I'm now I'm going to uh, pull one from Woto. And what is Woto has to say? Oh, <laughs> so true. I love this one too. Fork in the road. Uh-huh. And I know where it's coming from. And when you make a choice, it comes a time in life where... Actually, you're going to have a fork in the road coming your way. You have to make a choice where you want to stay, where you want to continue to go. I love it. And this one, I know what it is, but I'm going to still read it for the heck of it. Number 13. Uh, number three. Now I am number 13, which is awesome. Uh, it's time to make a decision. Uh, considering the consequences as you prepare to act, owning up to your oblig uh, ob <laughs> obligation to make a necessary choice. You know, life brings you curves and curves and twists and changes that can and surprise you, especially, well, some don't because you can see it coming. Some are coming and you're making the right changes, so... You can go for, and I will go for your highest good and the highest good of everybody. Sometimes you make, you have to make those changes and you might feel something pulling you down, pulling you back, but you know, the word break free comes to mind. It is our own destiny. It is our own uh, capacity. It is our own choices to make those changes. So Sometimes those changes are interesting. Some are not that interesting. But you know what? Even if it's not comfortable, make the right changes for your own self. Every choice uh, has a consequence. You arrived at a fork in the road and being asked to come to a decision. Will you further your dream, which is so true, by choosing left or by choosing right? Will you take the roseless travels or the one well worn by others who have come before you? This is your choice and yours alone to make. Circumstances and other people will not make it for you. Be present and do not avoid disjunction, for it is an important crossroad. Take heart, as no matter which path you choose, you will have a rich and meaningful experience. Oh boy, oh boy, isn't it true? So those cards are awesome because the uh, uh, the first one was the Wizard of Awareness, which basically you need to know, and it is time to make a decision um, uh, that is great. And I like the fork in the road, which is basically a decision we all have to make sooner or later. It's up to us to decide what we want to do. Are we willing to do that or not? So... I like that. This is an absolutely great, 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 great decision uh, that when those two cards pop up, it's always a good sign. And make the one that sounds more like who you are, not based on others, not based on who is trying to keep you where they want you to keep you in, but based on 
what is best for you. At the end of the day, and something that I knew from way back when is one, your life purpose is your own choice. What you do with your life or in your life is your own choice. In my book, in my personal view, I would say, that, and I always said this one, and I will continue to say that, and I said it to people. My life purpose is what I'm here for. And I will never give up my life purpose for anyone. I know a lot of people do make the sacrifice to do that because they want to stay with someone because they feel they have to sacrifice their life because otherwise they're afraid that if they don't do that, then their life will not uh, be fulfilled uh, or they will not be loved or they will not find somebody else's, which basically is a part of the, um, uh, what do you call it? Of the illusion world of the ego and the conditioning, we have been through it. But I'm looking at the life and the potential we can do in our lives. If somebody has um, our best at heart and we're realizing that they support us in our journey, that to me is beautiful. That to me is powerful. However, if the person doesn't do that for our own self, for our highest good, then what's the point? It is, uh, you should come to this power as a groom. Oh, I love that, but I am live. I am live on wisdom. Here we go. So I will probably stay for an hour here tonight. Uh, but I always find it very interesting and powerful when we come at the crossroad. We're always being tested no matter what. What do we want to do in our lives? Who do we have around us? And you know what? Spring cleaning can come at any time during the year. What is for your highest good and for what is not? What is powerful and can really get you to the next level? And realizing your dream. Would you give up your dream for somebody? Would you give up your life purpose for someone? Or would you fulfill your life purpose? Those are the hardest questions. These and those cards apply for work as well, because it's not only love, it's everything in general. If you feel then you are, I would say, being drowned by, um, by your spirit telling you that maybe where you are, where you're working is not for you anymore, or it's not the right space, would you give it up? Even if it's mean going into the unknown for a little bit, or maybe what you could do, and I always... Um, mentioned to people, well, if you are not quite ready to make the change, you could at least use this as a hobby, as a practice, so you know, you know what's coming up to you. But being the movers and the shaker in our lives is so essential. Being the, the innovator, being the trailblazers, we're the magician in our own life. But you have to decide what you want to do. Do you want to play around or do you want to create something meaningful for you? Do you want to empower yourself or do you want to, um, to continue to just float and go with the flow? You can go with the flow or you can go with the outer conditions. It's up to you to decide. In a world we're living in, I always found it amazing to see the transformation we can go through. I love transformation. I love um, 
I love we can reinvent ourselves because we're like the butterfly. We're in a chrysalis, and when we're changing and evolving, this is where we're breaking away from the chrysalis. This is what I always call it. It's uh, punching the glass ceiling and just being free, being able to breathe, being able to express who we truly are. And again, we can be conditioned by our outer conditions, by the people where, that, live, that are in our lives, then maybe we're not good enough. Maybe we, we're too silly, but maybe we are being conditioned to do not evolve, do not transform ourselves because people want to keep us, or the outer condition wants to keep us where we are. When in fact, we should be going with the flow. We should be like the water navigating in the raging river that is our lives and being able to transform ourselves. The trials and the tribulation we're going in are amazing, daunting, painful, hurtful, but meaningful at the end of the day. Because through pain, sorrow, anger, we transform ourselves. We refocus all of that energy and some more for the transformation of who we truly are. Breaking free is something that's empowering. It's beautiful. It's scary. It's absolutely scary. But the universe always prevails. I'm amazed by um, the latest transformation I'm going through because I have so many projects coming in. I cannot talk yet about some of them because uh, everything is under, um, what do you call it, um, under wrap for the moment. But I can talk about uh, the auction house where uh, it's going to be a virtual one, which I'm so excited about it. So being able to be the moderator, the spoke, spokesperson, and work with an entire absolutely amazing team to get this to fruition is going to be unbelievable. And for somebody like me who loves to collect stone, trust me, Emma is happy skippy <laughs> to just do that. I'm like, I could volunteer to do that job because holy crap, <laughs> you're talking gemstone. Emma is here. It's not even... The final, you know, because um, people collect, uh, you know, you use your jewelry, but I'm talking the raw stone. I'm talking the, the polished stone that has not been set yet into any pieces of jewelry. I'm talking those. And it's amazing, amazing to, as a kid, I think I, I, I mentioned this, and this is like the universe, you know, brings you surprises. As a kid... I always, and I think I freaked out my mom for a while, mommy dearest, because I love stone. And one day, it was at the full moon because she even <laughs> told me the story and I didn't realize that because I wasn't looking at the freaking full moon. Why would I look at the full moon when I was a kid? Don't. And uh, one, one full moon, I started to start to collect stone, literally. Bring them back home and start to collect them when I would see them. And it was any kind of stone that really... Uh, interested me. So she kind of freaked out a little bit about it. She's like, oh boy, what is she doing now? And where I grew up, and I think I told that story, but when I, where I grew up, one day we were helping my mom because she was cleaning a, a restaurant in downtown Lyon, and uh, we went with her, so we were helping her. And uh, um, I passed by uh, a car where there was a gentleman that was washing, uh, washing uh, some of the stones, actually, and he had them in um, crates, and I'm not talking one or two crates, the car was full of it. And I made a comment. I said, whoa, this is cool. Those are great stone. So 
as a shy person making a comment and I was talking to my sisters and my mom passing by uh, where, as we were passing by, I said, this is cool. And the guy heard me and he said, well, why don't you take some? And I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, he's talking to me. Let me run for the hills because no talking to people, not a good idea. And uh, because I'm shy, yeah, I know it sounds like, like, <laughs> hey, pass me the cocktail, pass me the salt, you're not. Yes, I am. You have to overcome your shyness. Trust me, if you need to go somewhere, you got to strap up on your big boots and put the pants on and do what you got to do because nobody will do it for you. That's what I learned way long time ago. But back to my story. Um, so uh, the gentleman showed me and he explained to us and he was explaining to my mom and he said, well, you know, I travel all around France and we went underground, we went into the mines, we got underwater and this is what I collected. And he said, why don't you take some? So I took some amethyst. I took, I took a few of them, about 10 of those. And one of them, and I think I told the story, but one of them was like a rock, but I grabbed it. I'm like, I wanted that rock. And when we came back, we cleaned it up over there. I was all happy, skippy, came back home. And uh, my uh, dearest daddy, daddy dearest, was at home. And he, for some unknown reason, got a fixation on the same stone and he wanted to break it. And I was like, no, you're not, but you cannot say anything to him because with one of his hands could have slapped the life out of me. Uh, so he broke it. And guess what happened? When we, he, he opened inside of it, it was beautiful crystal. And I knew when I looked at it, it was diamond. And we do know in some part of France, there is some diamond, like there is in some part of... Um, other countries, there is some diamonds. We got it, uh, even we brought it to the jeweler later on because we did the test first, uh, which the diamond will cut glass, which it did. I'm like, yes, it is. And I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, it is freaking diamonds. They were beautiful, small diamond. It was not like uh, 10 carats diamonds, but it was like about 0.25 to uh, half carat. It was a very nice little stone. It was beautiful. And it was afterwards, we went to a jeweler and got it um, authenticated. But it was beautiful. It was awesome. It was just the, the beginning of the collection. I lost, by the way, this uh, during the move when we lost the house. Don't know what happened with it. I protected it because Daddy Dearest wanted to have it mounted for my mom. I'm like, this is not happening. That stays as raw as it is. It's like, we are not touching this. And, uh, but there was, you know, it was awesome. So for me, moving forward and do what I'm going to be doing with that um, auction um, live online how, uh, auction jewel house. Oh my God, everything is in the wrong order for the word. Hello, Emma. It's English tonight, <laughs> not another languages. So it was very interesting to, you know, to go back to what I love. Because I love stone, I have a passion for it. I, and probably in my past life, I must have, or parallel life, I'm going to call it, I must have been a jeweler or a designer or a collector of some kind because I, my passion has always been there. And it's, to me, coming full circle. Sometimes it's surprising. I remember one um, um, winter, December, uh, my older sister had a go to her uh, New Year's Eve party. So is the little one. And I was always left behind, which is fine. Nobody cries, please. That's nothing. That's just life. And what they did, because in Italy, you don't celebrate, uh, give gifts on, uh, on the 25th of uh, December. You give it on January 1st. 
Um, so what they did is my mom remember that uh, then I love stone and she got me two books about stone actually, which is on because I still have them here. I have them here many, many years later. She brought them to me or sent it to me either way. But I, I loved it and I studied them. So my passion was the stone because I wanted to actually learn how to take a raw stone and cut them. So it requires math. It requires a lot of uh, understanding because if you cut a stone the wrong way, you can basically destroy the stone and you got nothing at the end. Excuse me, at the end. So my passion was that, and uh, I never had, an, um, I was supposed to, it's not I never had, let's say it this way. I went and uh, in one of the school actually in Lyon that actually were teaching all of this for jewelry. I apply, I pass the exam. I actually learn afterwards. I passed the exam and I should have had a spot there, but what happened and that's kind of a heartbreaking when you hear that as a kid, is there was somebody else's who was actually, uh, her father was a jeweler. So what they did, uh, they gave it to her, my spot. She never passed. She just got it and took my spot. I should have put in there, mommy and daddy are jewelers. <laughs> I would have kept my spot. So that changed the tra trajectory of what, you know, where I wanted to be. Uh, as a kid, because this is exactly what I wanted to do. And I knew somebody actually who uh, later on I talked to works for a jeweler and was cutting stone. So to me, it's like coming full circle to be able to step in and doing this. I'm excited. It will be actually when I'm going to start to talk about this. Uh, I'm going to broadcast uh, simultaneously between Clubhouse and Wisdom. So everything I'm going to be doing outside of Wisdom will be broadcasted automatically here on Wisdom so people know what I'm doing. But this to me is a better suite. If I'm looking back uh, when I was a kid, things that I always wanted to do or, or dreamed about never did actually... Uh, vision board or part of the gro well, but no, it wasn't my dreams. It wasn't part of the groceries list because when I was a kid, I didn't know what a groceries list was, aka set your intention and gather a list of what you you want to what you want to do. But I never did. So for me, it was part of the dreams that I always wanted to do that design, and I have a passion for it. Uh, I think I saw a thing on PBS actually about uh, the jeweler for the uh, royal family. So you could see how they work on the beautiful pieces of emeralds, what they had. It was beautiful. It's like, it's amazing to watch the craftsmanship on all of this. To me, it's the most amazing part of it. The beauty of the stone itself, but I like the raw stone. So for me, collecting, uh, having jewelry is nice. But I love to collect the stones. So that's why it's like coming for a circle. It's like, yes, something that's awesomely awesome. So that's something coming up, as I said, within the next... I was supposed to start this week, but we're not quite ready because I need to do some homework on a couple of things I need to talk about it too and gather the rest of the team and we can talk and get this defined. But that's awesome. The other thing I'm doing as well is um, um, for people here... And connect with me via uh, direct messaging, as actually. For people who are uh, experts in your own field, uh, there is a new app that came out. And actually, uh, it's all about um, 
uh, experts as well. So it's not a competitor for wisdom because wisdom is a different story. Wisdom is a chat. Wisdom is connecting. This one is a little bit more, it's more professional. It's like LinkedIn meet um, a masterclass, meet the experts. So connect with me at the end because if you're an expert and want to continue to expand your expertise and reach out more client and customers, uh, reach out via direct messaging to me because there is an app that is awesome and it's going very quick right now on uh, being on it. And I have been on it for quite some time and I absolutely love that app. It's super cool and I've been connecting with some very, very amazing, mind-blowing people. So that's another thing too and it's called Owl. But great, uh, great, great place to, um, to expand your expertise. And to me, it gives an opportunity as well. This is what I love. I love wisdom because it's a beautiful cocoon. This is where you can have great connection with people. The other one is more tailored about, I need an expert, but I don't know where to reach. And you got those experts available online to you. And I love that as well. To me, it's amazing to uh, realize that Owl is a great app and it's um, it gives you a sense by talking to the person directly because it's a one-on-one. -on -one. You talk directly to the, with the people and it's non-recorded conversation. So it's private conversation and you can ask. So if you're looking, let's say, for, um, for a coach, uh, and you want a business coach, then you can find me over there or you can find another person that will, you know, then you can talk to, you want somebody in marketing, you want somebody to, uh, for capital, you want somebody who you want, uh, I don't know, a writer, a composer, uh, an expert in a field that can provide you some support and you're looking for a career coach as well. It's super, super, super uh, interesting and it's a great way to connect with people because sometimes when you're looking online or even on LinkedIn, you don't never know who you're going to end up with. But there you have live conversation with people and you will know right away if you connect with the person or not. So that's another thing that I absolutely uh, really uh, enjoy. Yeah, I know. I should have changed to say a moment of love. It's a moment of having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Emma is giving you some of her, her tips. So, but yeah, so I don't know. It's a life of a thousand. It's a life of full madness. Um, I discover another thing too. And I say, Emma, do you live in a, under a cave? No, no, no. I don't live under a rock, neither in a cave. But it feels sometimes I'm a little, well, I don't have much time when I do some of my stuff either. And um as I said, lately has been a uh, full madness. I've been working every single day, basically, <laughs> even this weekend. It's like nonstop. There is so amazing. I'm going to share when things are starting to unfold and unravel. I'm going to share some of the stuff and some of the ride. You're not going to believe it. It's amazing, blind, more, um, bl uh, mind blowing. Oh my God, even my English is not doing good. <laughs> I need some moment of peace here. Seriously, too much work and a little stress about the pop-ups. Um, so, so something I discovered, and that's related to the pop-ups, actually. 
not only Mike uh, fell in love with uh, another uh, dog, and I'm like, come on, buddy, he became a stalker for uh, for an hour <laughs> last week. <laughs> it was funny, actually. It's very funny when a dog really like another one. It's like, ooh, that's a cute dog. And I didn't realize this little Romeo, my Romeo, I had one with me. I'm like, okay, but he got an eye for another girl. And I'm like, oh, really? I said, lucky that he wasn't with us because she would whoop your butt, buddy. It's like, no. So maybe I should explain the story. Um, I've been working them separately because I'm retraining them, uh, especially daddy with her anxiety. I'm training her actually. Uh, and I had a great conversation with Malcolm uh on on this one i think that was a week ago last tuesday i believe and uh <laughs> he he found yeah yeah he became a little romeo because as we were going into the on the trail he spotted a dog and that was a cutesy actually she was a cute dog it was a pit bull um it looks like an american staffer I'm not going to use the word pit bull, sorry, kiddo. And uh, she was cute like a button. And he, oh my God, he wanted to follow her. I never saw my dog following another dog because he wanted that girl. Seriously, I am looking at him. I'm like, okay. So they went across the street and continue on the trail. And the boy is not somebody that, you know, I tricked him to walk several miles. And he looked at me the next day and said, are you freaking kidding me, sister? You're not going to trick me again. Maybe I do a half a mile and I go back home because I don't feel like walking. It's only when he feels like it. Well, at this point, he was walking. I'm like, dang. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I'm going to be following that guy because he's maybe going to call 911 and call us. And they said, there is a stalker with a dog behind me. Well, I was able to convince him after the dog disappeared into the trail, uh, uh, into the little um, forest over there. I was able to turn him around and say, well, let's go back. Well, Daniel Stinker's like, yeah, we're going to go back. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to continue to look back and see what's going on in the back. And I'm watching him and I'm like, I thought we were in a clear. And the dog reappeared like not even five minutes later. I'm like, how did they do that trick here? How did they disappear from the trail and came back right here? I don't know, but they were quite fast. And then he spotted them. I looked at him like, oh, boy, oh, boy. And continued to walk. And I turned around again and they disappeared. I'm like, okay, they're not following us. And the boy was still watching. And all of a sudden, he started to slow down. It's like, oh, I'm going to go smell the grass. I'm going, I'm like, Mike, what are you doing, buddy? And I'm watching him like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, you're slowing down for what? And I'm like, okay, let's turn around. And what do I saw? Girly, girly, the, the future Mrs. Mac just showing up. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, that's why you're slowing down. I never saw my dog acting this way. It's like a kid. I'm going to slow down because I see something cute. And so I'm like, no. So I was able to, I was trying to convince him to go back to the speed because I'm like, no, it's not happening. You saw the girl, very good for you, but we got to go because I had to get uh, daddy out. But, oh, my God, it was hilarious. So, uh, unfortunately, they got sick this week, thanks to the doggy daycare, actually. Not really. But they got sick uh day after they went over there. So, he started with Mac, who stopped to eat, and he wasn't feeling good with his stomach. So, his GI tract was totally, basically, upside down. Had to take him to the vet, which, you know, it's never fun to go to the vet, especially him. His cute face went like, oh... And I'm like, okay, um, 
laying down in the uh, in uh, in in the back seat, which he never never does. That he sit down like a kid, and he can see everything around, which is fine. But this time he wasn't. I'm like, okay. So we figure it out, and guess what? Two days later, because I knew if one has it, it's like the kids. The other one will have it. We did, and the battle was making them eat. Yeah, kind of lost my cool for a minute this morning too. I was defeated. I'm like, holy crap. And uh, because they became finicky, I'm like, okay, it's like, let's figure it out. How I kind of make them take their happy pills because they had to take some pills before. I'm like, well, if they cannot eat and they have like, I don't know if I can shovel. Oh, I did put something in the back of their throat. It's like a challenge. Well, I was at the grocery store and I have somebody who told me, he said, well, uh, did you saw the doggy uh, ice cream? I'm like, what doggy ice cream? I'm like, do we have doggy ice cream now? He's like, yeah, we we just got doggy ice cream. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Walk over there and whoa, between the regular ice cream, what do I see at the bottom of the shelf? I think one is, well, the one that I got is the Ben and & Jerry's and they had two uh, flavor, which one was pumpkin and the other one, I don't remember, is pretzel or something like that with pretzel or whatever, pretzel. I'm like, okay, I'm taking both of them. They were in sales, so it's awesome. It's like, great, they're in sales. I'm like, I need this to make them eat their Happy Peels to start with. And, you know, kind of boosting their appetite because guess what? When they don't want to eat, you see them. They are drooling. It's like, we want to eat, but they can't. Trust me, you're going to buy anything and everything that will make them want to eat things. As they're trying to recover, keep their GI track on track, which became a big problem. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Well, I got the ice cream and I think the, the, the other brand is Camps. I think it's Camps. I think it's Briar or Camps. I don't remember. I think it's Camps who's doing the other one. So I got them back. And guess what? Because we're talking ice cream. Those two started tweeted, so I kind of uh, put some um, some of our um, some of their happy pills and nails to help them. So they got their treats. They got, I think, they lost some weight for sure because they were not eating for a couple, uh, for a couple of days or barely. But the ice cream helped a lot. So now I'm happy because I'm going to fill out my entire. Um, oh yeah, I can do it downstairs too, actually. Uh, the chest, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to do it on a chest um, freezer. I'm going to pack some up in there. I'm going to stuck it up and do it. But yeah, just realize now they're doing it. So I'm so happy. I'm like, it's about time you bring the doggy ice cream. Love doggy ice cream. Trust me. You want to give them any PPL or PPLs? Do it. Or it's coconut oil. That's what I use. But it was very, very interesting. So I'm glad about that because that has been a rough couple of days. And this morning I was defeated. I'm like, Oh, I lost my, Emma lost her cool for five minutes right there. I went back to bed. I'm like, I gave up. <laughs> I, they were looking at me like, we want to eat, but we're not touching anything because we don't like anything. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> it's like a five-star restaurant and the dogs did not want to eat it. So I'm looking at them. I said, you know what? I gave up, people. <laughs> I went back to bed. However, they went to bed with me and we slept for a couple more hours. And guess what? When I woke up, we went back downstairs. Guess what they did? They eat the food. And I'm like, all right. And they eat their dry food. I had wet food. They did not give a crap about the wet food. They went straight for their dry food. And I'm like, thank God. I'm like, yeah, we can give them some other happy pills. Now we're one day at a time putting them back together. But, oh, 
talk about being sick. I'm like, oh, I was not pleased about that. And that's the risk when you go to doggy daycares. Uh, you never know what dogs has and what bacteria and what's crawling over there. But it was very challenging this time, especially Mac. Oh, the poor boy. He wasn't feeling good for the first two days. And I'm like, oh, no. And daddy, two days later, it's my turn. And I'm like, ugh. But washing everything, making sure they're fine, and they're doing okay. Because the boy is actually sleeping next to me. <laughs> I mean, my office is in, I have the bed. I have two huge doggy bay, dog bay, uh, pillow or beds. Yeah, it's kind of big fluffy pillows, but those are beds. And he doesn't care. He's asleep. He's gone like the wind. And he said, I don't care what you got to say, lady. I am just fine. I'm enjoying my life right now. So, but yeah, that has been challenging. But the cold here, we have got, oh, it's been so cold here. It's unbelievable. Just crazy. I cannot believe it. I'm like, and last week it felt like spring, but the cold came around. It's like, really? So, I had, even though daddy wasn't feeling good, we still do her walk because the girl will do her walk. So we did an hour walk uh, this morning and a half an hour this afternoon just for her. But still, it's like, oh, this morning was freezing cold. I'm like, I cannot believe it. Hats on, parka on, and like, oh, I want to be springtime. I want to be good. I want to have fun. I want to be delighted by whatever I need to be delighted with. I don't feel like I want to continue to wear those heavy parka, but that was the fun of it. So, yeah, fork in the road and the wizard of awareness. And for people that were not here, didn't listen to me, I want to read the Wizard of Awareness, because I think it's not only for me, but I think it's for everybody. And a fork in the road, by the way, guys, it's choices we make in our lives. We have consequences on every choices we made. And sometimes we have to do it, like I said earlier tonight, you have to make the choices for your own self. What is for your highest good? Because if it's not for your highest good, then you need to walk away. That's what I would highly recommend. Otherwise, you know, you are going to go into a ride you don't want to end up with or in. So I picked up the first one, then uh, the Wizard of Awareness that came. It's your soul knows best. Be still and observe. I like this one. And I'm going to read it and it should resonate with some of you. Or everybody, I should say. Mindfulness is about being observant and remaining neutral about what goes on in the world around you around us. This applies to the environment within us too. If we struggle inside ourselves, stepping into an observer position gives us a new powerful perspective that neutralizes any discomfort or overexcitement. We have the capacity to see things clearly now, unencumbered by opinions or desires. Wearing the world as a loose garment requires us to adapt a sense that nothing that happens to us is personal. People come and go. People come and go. Experiences evolve from one state to another in a continual shifting and change no matter how much we want things to stay the same. See, I always talk about changing and evolving. 
Unless you're in the middle of nowhere, and I say nowhere, that's mean no civilization by thousands and thousands and thousands miles away, then you're fine. But in the world we're living in, we don't have that luxury anymore. We're next to each other. Changes are inevitable. We have to grow. We have to transform ourselves. And the changes are coming, then we like it or not. So trying to hold on to something that doesn't work or it's not for our highest good will not make us who we truly are, will not make us happy because we're always going to feel like we have to fight for it. And we can see when things are falling apart, there is a moment in life where you have to make the decision, I am going to stay where I am or it is time for me to move on, to continue to change and transform. Transformation gets us to the next level. So in life, when we're changing and evolving, situation, people will fade away and others are coming into our lives to help us, to be with us. That's what the wizard of awareness is trying to tell us. The wizard of awareness asks us to give up our need to define or limit what our experiences or what we're experiencing now. It is all good. Let it be. And watch miracles unfolding without any direct influences from us. And I can guarantee for the past I don't know. I think that accelerated. But for the past, I would say 48 to 72 hours, the wizard of awareness has been coming here. And oh, my God, this has been a wild ride, an uncomfortable ride, a wonderful ride, an amazing ride. And seeing what's coming up here, as I said, I'm going to be explaining. So it's like, am I cryptic now? She's maybe drinking cognac. No, 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 no. Only water and a, che a Schweppes tonic, actually. I had it earlier. I know. I got it wrong. I, before I continue on my chat, whatever, I have to do a commercial here for a sec. <laughs> I'm going to call it commercial. I went and I picked up. And I, mean, I made a mistake because I know my labels. Um... And I picked up, I couldn't find the Schweppes tonic, the yellow one. And I picked up the, um, the other one, the blue one, which is whatever it is. And I'm like, that wasn't the right, the, the right te test. I like my yellow Schweppes. I like the one with my bubbly, bubbly and very um, kind of sour. Oh, I love this one. Reminds me when I was young. Yes, young and crazy, just with a Schweppes, two cubes, ice cubes, a little lime in there, a lemon, and woohoo! And I was ready to rock and roll for the rest of the night because she was super excited. Don't know why. That's what Schweppes does to me. I don't know. Very, very weird. So back to transformation. When we're talking about transformation, and I'm, um, things are happening right now, in a way, this is amazing. And when the universe brings you everything you always wanted and some more, this is where you have to go take that leap of faith that's going to bring you to the next level. So for me, I will explain how things are unfolding because right now it sounds cryptic. It's like, whoa, yeah, Emma, you're not doing good. I'm awesome. Actually, I'm amazed. I'm tired. I'm exhausted because I had a lot of meetings and things happening in such a beautiful way that I'm amazed by all of the people I had the uh, pleasure not only to meet, but all of the joint ventures and everything that I'm doing, but it is mind-blowing. And that's going to be explaining. I gave already one away, which is the amazing 
uh, jewelry uh, online auction house and it's being created. This is mind-blowing how what they're doing. And I bought online. I do know uh, auctions and uh, jewelry um, auction house who sells online, but this is going to be like mind-blowing. So there is a lot of things happening that is amazing because when you're closing a door or when a door is closing, you will always see the others already being open and you stepping in. It is amazing when you keep the leap of faith. And maybe you feel like, uh, because there is a lot of talk, and it was very interesting, actually. Um, I was on a, listening as I was wa uh, walking uh, Daddy on our walk this afternoon, the shorter one. I was listening to our, my favorite uh, radio over Europe, Skyrock. Um, yeah, if you don't speak French, you're not going to get it. But the music is awesome, actually. But the um, I was listening to a talk because they have a talk at night, which is day uh, here. And they were talking about, actually, a relationship and narcissist. And it was very interesting about talking about the narcissist uh, because I encounter narcissists as well. You know, everybody, we all meet narcissists. It can be male or female. It's not one gender exclusive. It's everybody across the board. But it was very interesting to listen to it and what they got to say. But the amazing part is when you're looking at, uh, when you're ending a relationship or, or you're ending a work that doesn't suit you, doesn't fit you anymore, then you've grown it's beautiful to see when you cut all of the ties, all of those anchors, because in order to move to the next level in our lives, we have to part away with what has no value to us. If it's not for my highest good, if I'm not in a friendship, if I'm not in a business with a partner that is not for my highest good, then it's time to walk away. It's amazing to see that decision we make can impact our experience. And I take example um, of a house. You got your old house. You just buy a new one. Are you going to just select what you want to bring into your new house? Or are you taking your garbage with you? And that's the same in our lives. You know, I, um, I always said, mind your own business which means you need to go back to your own garden and pull the weeds out of your garden so the, what you planted can blossom and grow. And it comes down to everything in your life, from relationship to work to hobbies to dreams. Your field of dreams is your garden. Do you want the weeds to run all over your gardens or do you want the gentle gardener reminding you it's time to pull this out meaning the anchors that I have ties around my ankles need to be cut and I let them go wish well being grateful and happy and thankful at the end of the day I met you people I had a great job but that job has ended it taught me a lot of things. Now I'm in new and doing new things that are bring me where I need to be today. It is amazing the life of a thousand and transformation we do have. And not a lot of people realize that. So for me, this week has been really 
empowering has been difficult. As I said, with the papa being sick, I'm like, holy crap, what in the world? So it's going back to the drawing board, realizing that some stuff needs to be done and being grateful for the universe, actually, because that was a reminder that I should uh, be, a, be a little stronger advocate on some of the stuff that I should have done with the pop-ups. So it's, it's a nice reminder of it, but it's nice to see the opportunity opening and see that, whoa, I was worried actually. I was like, crap, um, about the pop-ups and uh, we're not going to go back to that uh, doggy daycare. And I was like, okay, what possibility, what do I have to do? Blah, blah, blah. And talking with my uh, trainer, with the Knox, a beautiful trainer, Jenny, uh, I was very happy to actually, when I talked to her, she said, well, there is an app. And I was like, what is that? A sniff uh, spot? No, not pot, but spot. <laughs> and this is where you can even rent some backyard, closed backyard. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm going to say for an hour or two. I'm like, oh, well, it's even better. So if I don't, you know, if I cannot take them to doggy daycare, even though I will have to go with them, I said, I don't care. At least I can let them loose for an hour or two. Don't have to worry because... You know, with the nice weather we've got in here, I normally I use the tennis court, I use other areas, but I'm like, I want them to run free without having any issue with any other dogs. I just want them to be happy. So I'm like, okay, that's another option that I can have. There is a lot of things that if you talk to the right people and even for jobs, for anything, you can come to the realization that when you ask, ask and you shall receive. That's what it is. So you just have to ask the question and say, okay, universe, I need this. Can you, you know, figure it out for this, this and that? And sometimes, like I did, you just go with the flow. I had the most amazing um, uh, conversation because I did a two-hour podcast with Jeff uh, Aiken. And if people don't know who Jeff Aiken is, he's a photographer and an artist uh, who uh, is very well known within LA and in Europe. A great, great, great person. Then I met and I did a two hour actually uh, podcast. I have to release the video. The podcast is on uh, Emma's Universe, uh, the conversation with Michael Camp uh, as well. Those guys love those guys. And um, I'm going to release that uh, on YouTube. I have to do that. I have to pass it on to somebody because I don't have the time to deal with the video. But the video will be released too because that was hilarious. Because some of the stuff I talk in the audio, you don't see the visual, but amazing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Two hours talking with him was mind-blowing. So I had a great conversation with him. But you, things happen for a reason. Things can build up and perfect synchronicity will always be there to be by ourselves and help us. We just have to go with the flow. This is what I like to... Um, uh, the card that I pulled tonight because it's so true with the wisdom, um, not the wisdom, the wizard of awareness. It's the wisdom too, but it's the wizard of awareness. I like the fact that at the end, uh, what call it red, uh, right, not red, what I read, but call it red, where is, where is, where is, where is, where is it? But call it said, which I love it is uh, all is good, let it be, and watch the miracle unfold without any direct influences from us. And I'm like, that's so freaking true. There is things that happen in our lives. So you're like sitting, and it's like, holy crap, this is miracle at its best. Unfolding on the front of us amazingly, and it's like, holy crap, I couldn't get any better than that if I even I try it. You have to let the universe works its magic, and a lot of us are forgetting about it. But when you're able and capable to do that, what an amazing, amazing 
wonderful world it becomes. How amazing it is to see all of this and some more. So that's what I love. It's just a life of a thousand. It's just embracing who we truly are. It's just be who we are meant to become. Make the right decision. My only thing I said to everybody, and I'm going to continue to say, make the right decision for your own self. Maybe some decision will be harder because we're going to think for a minute, well, if I do this, I'm going to end up by myself. If I do that, well, it's scary because I feel then, you know, even though I feel it's the right thing to do, maybe I feel that I should not be doing it. And it's like, well, no. Empower yourself. Become who you're meant to become. Embrace the true side of who you truly are. Don't let anyone rain on your parade. Because I have seen too many people making some very false statement about a lot of things they should not, or distorting the truth and really hurting others because they think they know better or they don't understand how a person works. Or maybe the person they are uh, around us can make, oh my God, can make us, you know, feel like we're in competition with when we are not. It's being in symbiosis with each other. Hello, Cheryl. How are you doing? I am well. And you're right. We're not in competition with anybody um, at all. Um, I am good. I am good. And I, you know, I actually have a story story. Oh, yes, please share. Um, so I told you before that I'm a potter. Yes. And I went to a conference in Sacramento, California. I, I live in California. Yep. So it wasn't far. And um, it's a it's it's a ceramics conference. So it I mean, who knew, right? They got ceramics conferences. And I'd heard about this. It's called NECA, N-E-C-E whatever, something, the National Conference for the Education of the Ceramic Arts. Mm -hmm. And I attended, um, and I had an interesting experience there. Actually, I had several interesting experiences there. But the one that pertains to your particular conversation and the one I'd like to share is this. Um, so, you know, I'm on Instagram, and we have a business, and, you know, we're trying to do the whole social media gig. And, you you know, you just like this, you, know, you, you cruise through, and you meet people, and there's a, a, a man that I met, um, a potter, um, about 10 years younger than me, whose work I, I admired. And it turned out that he was at this conference as well. And he was right next to us, right, right behind, literally physically behind where we were. Like all, all that separated us was a wall. Wow. A, a temporary wall. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Just a constructed wall. Yep. And, um, so I was introduced to him and, you know, we, we talked and we, you know, said, yeah, I like your work. Yeah, I like your work. And, and then out of the corner of my eye, I, I saw a, a, a pot and it, um, it floored me. It was gorgeous. And, you know, I've been making pots a long time. I've been making pots for like 40 some years. So it takes a lot for a pot to like really impress me. Yeah. And this thing just, it sent me over the roof. And it was big. I mean, this is really big. It's like three feet tall. Okay. This is no small thing to make. Yeah. And I saw it and I kind of put in the pieces together. I'm at a ceramic conference in Sacramento. I'm next door to a person who I have work I've seen on Instagram. 
I'm falling in love with a pot that this person made. And then, and then I go back to myself and I say, okay, so here I am in that situation in these particular circumstances. So I told him, I said, I'm in love with your pot. And he laughs. And um, I said, no, really? And he says, well, well, why? Tell me why. And I, so I start on this um, conversation about, it, it, the conversation kind of goes like this. And so anybody who's an artist or who's aware of mm -hmm. shapes in the world will, will yeah. probably resonate with this. I say, so, so the shape starts at the bottom mm -hmm. and I can, see, I can see what you were thinking. You were kind of coming up at this angle and you went for a while and then you realized that you wanted to turn and, and you turned the shape and you, you went up more straight, but it was still convex and you followed that line for a while and then you rounded that shoulder and then you came up to the top and you closed it in and then you were wondering, oh my God, what do I do now with the top? So this are the words, the exact words that I said to this man who I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And he stopped and he looked at me and he just reached out and he pulled me to him and he hugged me. And then he pushed me back and he said, I have never had anybody articulate my mind so precisely. Nice. It was. Yes, it's beautiful. And it's the dialogue of any kind of art or clay or connection, as you were talking about earlier, Yeah. where people, um, if you're open, you know, and if you're yep. like letting the world flow through you, Yep. And not thinking like I could have been, I could have been a million things. I could have gone in and said, well, I like him, but his pot's big and I can't do that big. And he must yep. not be that good. He's yep. got more followers and I, yep. I, I could have done a million things, but I didn't. Um, and so I landed up buying the pot and um, it's freaking huge. And it's the, <laughs> I've, I've only bought one other thing in my life that's not like a necessity, like my mortgage payment yeah. or something yeah. that was this expensive. It was a lot of money. And it's hard to let go of money if you're not like a rich person, you know, even maybe rich people have a hard time letting go of money. I don't know. But money's just, uh, um, I don't know, it's to me, it's just, a, yeah, it's it's just yeah. exactly, it's just energy. Yeah. yeah, It's just flowing back and forth. Yeah. And, um, you know, I give, he receives just, and, yep. and so I brought the pot home. I'm actually looking at it right now. Um, and in the subsequent conversation the next day, he said to me, so, you know, this is my favorite pot out of my new kiln. And I said, oh yeah? I said, tell me why. And he said, well, it's just, it was in the center and it was, um, it was full. He said, it just seemed like it was full of magic. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh man, I said, I can't agree more. I mean, I can't even, I mean, you probably put it in and felt the magic and yeah. I see the magic, blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, have you read the book, Big Magic? And I said, no, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me more. So he tells me this book, people probably have heard it. I hadn't, you know, and um, so I'm listening to it. I'm actually listening to the woman, um, whatever Gilbert who wrote it, um, talk about it. And what she's talking about is basically this. It's um, creativity and energy and being open and flowing. And so I, at 64 years old, having done my craft for a very long time, um, had the experience and the takeaway of feeling big magic with a person I didn't even know, mm -hmm. putting myself on the line, yep. putting out money, mm -hmm. bringing it home mm -hmm. and deciding and feeling the energy of that. Cause sometimes, sometimes you just got to do it. You know, I'm not saying you got to go out and buy everything in the world. Cause that's not where I'm coming from at all. It's just that when things or people speak to you, 
you know, you can respond or you can hide. Um, so that was my experience, and I felt um, I felt you'd probably you might. Get, I love it. I think it's one it of the something. most beautiful, compelling story because to me, you saw the arts, not the person, and you felt everything he did through to make it. So you were able to really express how he did it and maybe his struggle but how did he came all about and to me it's beautiful because you understood his arts it's yeah. all about arts it has yeah. nothing to do with a competition no 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 nothing whatsoever and no. if you go down that road it's just like it's i mean you'll, you'll never win it's just it's, it's that's just your ego at it's, that point so you may as well put the key underneath the map and forget it but i love that story because it's a very powerful story it's a beautiful story and i hope it inspired him as well i'm sure he did yeah he did you know and the next day um we had a conversation and i forget what he wrote i could probably be techy enough here to actually oh it was on instagram actually that he wrote it so he wrote it publicly which was cool you know it's like we can choose to we can share things publicly or privately uh, and i'm again acutely aware of that with this funny little app that i discovered you know it's a public forum and yep, yep. you know we can make choices to do that or you can just like you can, and it's no right or wrong or you can stay with your friends or you can do whatever right yeah um and so i had this feeling with this man um this potter and he said i'm gonna read it to you because it was so sweet it was so so sweet can i find it can i find it this is the techie challenge for all of us search Danny was his name, Danny, there it is. Um, so basically the man said, um, it was great to meet you and I appreciate our interaction and our conversation. I've shared it with several people over the past few days and I've simply been blown away at how meaningful and poignant the whole thing was. Um, a couple other things about pots, but that was it. And so just like, having these interactions and connection with people that you don't really even know. But the truth of it is, is that I actually think that we do know them. Um, if we think of ourselves as being um, recipients for, um, you know, like all that great stuff that's out there in the world, if we think that, then, um, you know, it's just like whatever kind of presents itself to you, you, you either react and you engage with it or you don't. And that's yeah. how I felt with him and his pot and with you and with the book Big Magic. And, um, it's like um, ideas or people, all this stuff is just energy just floating around out there. And either we see it and receive it, or we say, nah, I don't need that. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I'm more and more inclined to say, yes, yes, I need it. Yes, that's the stuff I need. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, no, that's, that's a beautiful, to me, it's a beautiful story because it's, you you look at what he has done and that to me is powerful it's extremely powerful so yeah, that's I a great i'm very very happy you share you actually share that story because that's one of the most uh, beautiful um story that i have heard just being yeah. able to take the time to really relate to the object and see the hard work and see what he has done he takes an right. eye, and, and for him, I'm sure he's still flabbergasted by it because at least somebody was able to recognize that in him. Yes, yes. And my first inclination was to, to be skeptical. And yeah. we actually, when we were setting up the booths, we were looking at each other like, 
oh, I think I've seen you and I think I've seen you. And, you know, it's like kind of like a little, little, little dance, like a little thing like, mm-hmm. well, are you more like animals might do? Like, are you more powerful than me or am I more powerful like you? You know, like, like who's going to succeed here? You know, it's kind of like our, our um, I don't know, like our animal brains, right? Um, and I could see us doing that dance in the days before I even spoke to him. And it's actually a form of connection, and mm-hmm. it, and it's not um, it's not bad. It's just kind of I'm just gonna say it's a little primal. It's a little like not like low level, but a little lower level than we can be. But you could, you kind of got to start somewhere when you when you when you're connecting with a person. Um, so anyway, I wanted to share that. And the other thing I wanted to say is that you mentioned something specific about. Um, about the the thing about the pot, mm-hmm. and that's why pottery or so many things or art can be so cool. Is that it actually is? It's actually this physical manifestation of something that is wonderful and deep and interesting. And it's like, how cool is that, right? How cool is that that we get to like take all these thoughts and feelings and connections and the universe and this and that and all the stuff that we may ever talk about and may ever dream about, and we actually put them into a thing that you can hold. Yep. Damn. <laughs> right? I know. That's hot. Know. That's like, that's juicy stuff. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That's juicy. Yes. Yeah. So that was my, that was my week in Sacramento, California. Anyway, all you Californians out there, go visit our state capitol. Let me throw that in. It's a beautiful building. It's so rich and lovely. And I am not a political person um, by most means only by some means, but being in there was, was meaningful and profound. And it reminds you that we have a voice in our, mm-hmm. in our politics and in our government and then, and that it's real and it can be good. Um, so that was a really great, um, couple hours that I spent roaming the halls and using the restroom and sitting in the chairs and looking at the architecture and it's a beautiful building. So I'm just going to encourage anybody who's you know, in Northern California, who visits Northern yeah. California, just go see the Capitol. Mm-hmm. It's, it's our, it's our, Great. it's our capital. Anyway, exactly. yeah. Well, thanks for That's listening. Beautiful. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. It's always a pleasure to have you here on the Sea Show, actually. So I'm happy you share another story. Thank you. Very, very Thank happy. you. All right. Love it. Cool. Well, I'll continue to listen to what you do as I chop my, my salad for dinner, and um, take care. Yes, take care too. Always a pleasure to have you here, Cheryl. I love you thank very you. much. I think thank you're you one of the best one person I talk to. So thank you. Thank have you. a good I night. I appreciate it. Okay, yep. good night. Bye. This is what I love at the Sea Show. People who are like uh, Cheryl, who I love, and her stories are so beautiful and empowering uh, to me. It's what I love here on, uh, on Wisdom, being here with people and enjoying just a moment of peace, a moment of love. And that was a beautiful moment because as she was describing actually the uh, the piece that she was describing to him, I could see it actually, which is amazing. And uh, I love when people do this where you don't have your ego, but you're looking at something. It doesn't matter if it's in the same field you're working in. It's appreciating what others are doing as well. We all have our own style. So to me, being able to really be honest with everyone and uh, appreciate what we do 
with uh you know is is a beautiful thing i don't see why we should always feel like we're in competition we need to understand people have different style different way so you're gonna attract the right people in your life to work uh with you or empower them or whatever you're going to be doing actually uh they will come to you not everybody will be buying potteries uh, from Joe or from you, or even if you have a business and you do coaching, it's the same thing. If you're a dentist, you're not going to get everybody. You're going to get the right client, the right people Then you're supposed to help. When you get that concept, then you understand that, yes, I can have what I need in my life. And I always know clients or prospects will always come in my life because they're gonna I'm gonna help them if you try to poach them from somebody else's that's a problem because that might work or that might not work at the end of the day you have to be open to acknowledge what others are doing there is great speakers that are here on wisdom I see my friend um, looking forward actually because we're gonna be studying something together with Frankie J um again looking forward to uh talk to him online um and live because we're going to work together on a show but there is fantastic uh speakers here as well then i you know acknowledge listen to them it's not uh you know you don't have to think that uh, uh you know the, you're the only one everybody has a different style that's what i love with that oh uh, i'm sorry but um, you tried to, I had somebody who wanted to come here and it's, it looks like I could not connect you with me. So if you want to try it again, Ethan, um, Manzon, if you want to try to come again, that would be great because I could not get you in. I tried, but it seems like the app had a little bug and I could not get you here with me. But think about it because most of people, you know, I want to take the, <laughs> the example of Tesla. Not everybody's going to buy a Tesla. Not everybody's going to buy a Porsche. Not everybody's going to buy a Mazda. Nobody's going to buy a Camry. Nobody's a Honda or a Hyundai. Everybody has a different taste. And it's based on where we feel more comfortable to listen or to talk to or to work with that we're going to make things happen. And when you understand that concept, then the idea of competition is being removed. The competition will be, what can I innovate? What can I create that will, you know, continue to evolve, to grow and mature? It's not by poaching people. It's not by feeling you're in competition with somebody else's who do something similar but different. You know, my approach in coaching business is different than other people who are business, uh, coaching business as well. Business coach, coaching business. Yeah, business coach, either way. He was correct what I just said in English to start with. Good. There is improvement. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But seriously, think about it. If you want to do something, do it from the heart. Yes, some people will understand and some won't, but that's okay. It's okay. It's not a big deal. So, that's what it's all about. Just being able to appreciate the arts of others, being able to appreciate who we are and where we are and knowing and reminding ourselves we're student of lives. To me, being a student of life is so powerful. And I have been reminded this week that I'm still a student of life. I have seen, as I said, 
uh, this morning, I felt defeated for a little bit when I went up to bed. <laughs> I had to go to bed because I gave up because they would not eat. The two pups would not eat. And I was pumped up. and was like, hey, they're going to eat this morning. And whoa, that was quick to come back into my face. I'm like, holy crap, this is not what's going on here. So we have to make sure that out of everything, we, you know, we are all understanding what we're doing. And if we don't just step back, like I did this morning, I went back to bed. I'm like, I don't care. It was like eight, seven or eight o'clock in the morning. And I'm going to go. I needed to go back and I need to lay down. Went back and two hours later, we got up. It was like, clap, number two, send to, redo. And guess what? They ate. And I'm like, oh, I even heard them eating later on too because I still leave some dry food out because they ate some wet food this afternoon. It's like, okay, it's the catering restaurant of Shiema. <laughs> but I heard them, um, I started of a meeting this afternoon and I heard them uh, eating the dry food and I'm like, okay, that's good. They're eating. That's what I need them to do. It's to eat. Like now they need to catch up on their food. Okay. But it's just a matter of adapting and changing and reminding ourselves that, oh, maybe this doesn't work. Maybe I try a different way. Or as I said, step back like I did. I went upstairs. I'm like, I give up. I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. I just don't know what to do. And just ups. And for a couple of hours, and everybody went back and joined me. Funny enough, they went back upstairs with me and slept with me. I'm like, okay, when went back downstairs. They went for the dry food, the two of them, without even asking. They did it automatically. And I was like, thank you, universe. Yay. Good job, kiddos. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. In the afternoon, they got their wet food, which normally they don't eat it. But yeah, well, after how many can of <laughs> can of food I bought, I want to make them eat it all. But uh, it's just sometimes you have to learn all of this. You have to learn to appreciate others. You have to learn to appreciate that maybe you need to modify. I do uh, sometimes the way I approach things. And I'm being taught every single day. And maybe it sounds like I all put together. Well, there is this I'm not. And it's like, it's like an S show. And I'm polite when I'm saying that. But, you know, sometimes we're being challenged. And we have to take the challenge and figure it out how things work. And you know what? When I went to bed, I said, universe, it's all yours. I don't know what to do. I was honest. I said, I don't know what to do with those two. They don't eat. What the heck? I'm like, it's defeating. The day before, I was able to get them done one way, but today wasn't a good way. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, come on. I got you the ice cream to start it. I got this. I got your happy pills. Just, just need to eat. And it's like, you know, stay calm. Just remove yourself from the, the equation and just come back to it at a later time. And that's what I did. And that works. But it's always a reminder. I'm like, okay, take it easy. Man. Relax. Don't get all hoofty hoofta. Just breathe in, breathe out. And the schedule has not, you know, we've not been back on the schedule for the past several days. But yeah, it takes its toll. Sometimes changes takes its all on you too. It's too many things, too many pieces moving left and right. But it's exciting, it's exhilarating, and there is good things happening. But we have to be able to balance all of that. And remind ourselves, it's not based on the ego, it's based on our spirit. That's what it is. Based on the spirit, not the ego. So up to us to decide, but remember about what I said about the, um, uh, the wizard of awareness, because that's for everybody, this one, and I love that card, actually. It is, uh, I love this one. I said the last sentence resonating so well with me right now. 
because it's all good, let it be, and watch the miracle unfold without any direct influence from us. Please keep this week this in mind. Let things unfold as an observer. Don't interfere. And as I said, this week has been a very great example to me. Things accelerating like the universe is like, okay, we're moving mag two now, Emma. You got rid of what needed to be get rid of. You have made the space. You have removed any grain of salt on your path. Now we can bring you everything and it's happening. So look at your life. Look at what is toxic around you, situation, people, and do what you got to do because you're the, uh, the second card that I pulled, which was interesting because the first one was from the Enchanted Map from her deck. And the other one is Woto, which people say, who's Woto? Woto is the wisdom of the Oracle. This is her teaching deck, actually. And it's fork in a road. Time to make a decision. Am I going to go left to the less travel path? Or am I going to go right, which is basically going down the rabbit hole where you're basically not going to change anything and make things worse for you? That's a very simple thing. Where are you going to go? I choose the road less traveled because I want the magic. And that's what, that's the time of transformation in magic. That's the time where I was, it's funny too, because Colette Baron Reed did um, send us an email actually about the vision board. And I have to look at closely at the vision board, but what's happening this week actually has been part of the vision board. But the way I expressed it was in a broader form, and now they're materializing things that is like, holy crap, cannot get any better than that. So that's why let the magic come into your life. Let the magic go through your hands and work it. Let the magic in your heart. Let the magic in your heart. Fill your heart with the unconditional love. Be connected with the divine, with God, with the universe, whomever you call it, the dude upstairs, whomever you call it, the infinite power, connect with. Everything will be all right. Like the, um, the uh, wizard of awareness said, it's all good. Everything is all good. Make the right decision for your own self. It's all good. Cannot get any better than that. Cannot get any better than that. So follow your heart. And your heart is your spirit. Your heart is the connection between you and the divine. And walk your path. I reminded that I was speaking with a couple of people and I um, shared a story about... Um, what I wrote a few years ago. And one of the, I think, most powerful sentence, I have not even remind myself about it unless I, uh, until I saw it again, which was the most amazing thing uh, about the bio and um, something that I wrote uh, about that, that really empowered me. And I, I wrote it down. And even now, even the broken glass, uh, maybe I should, I'm going to maybe write, uh, read those three. Because to me, it is so prevalent right now. And I wrote it, I think, in 2017, something like that. 
and things come to fruition and amazingly the universe um reminded me of it so i'm going to read those three because this is this is my bio actually then i wrote uh to explain who i am so uh and as i said when i started to do the blog a few years ago i am a private person so i am somebody who you know kept my life sheltered meaning nobody could enter nobody would know there's a lot of things i still have not talked about but i probably will later on and i found it so amazing to be able to for the first time i read it i'm like holy crap but i'm going to read this one i'm going to read all of the three because there is something in there that got back to me that i did not remember that and i'm like holy crap i kept my word so the first one is called being me and uh it is strange to write about me about the life i live and finally open the door in order for us to have a peek inside of my world that have been closed for so long in order for me to grow in my journey i decided to take a leap of faith and jump into the unknown the universe is a beautiful place that nobody can truly understand and fully appreciate until you start to fulfill your journey the one you have been called upon, the rightful place you are supposed to be on, that chessboard that is called life. Even at that time, I wrote about the chessboard because I'm using it as a student of life. We're on a big chessboard that is our lives. That journey started when I was young as a, in a small town of 1,500 people. I realized who I was, not where I came from, by looking inside of me. I knew I was different, even though I felt I did not belong. I never felt at home in that small town. I always felt it was a mistake. Everything around me was wrong. I wasn't where I was supposed to be. It is subjective to take on this world without looking at your true self. It is an illusion to pretend to be someone else in order to be accepted or fit in. It is truly a burden and exhausting. I have met individuals along my path that were hiding their true beautiful self for whatever reason pushed them to do so. But when I was around them, they felt safe to show who they truly were. At what point in my life decided to do what I call a beauty sleep phase at work in order to avoid to be seen by others, even in that beautiful even in that beauty sleep phase, the universe reminded me who I truly was. All of us have a mission to accomplish in order to do what? To do that, we have to grow and learn our life lessons, whatever they are. As joyful or painful those life lessons are, we are here to learn and grow. We are all beautiful souls that radiates love, even if the outer conditions are less than ideals. When we are true to ourselves, we are one with the universe. I have an image I use when the condition that surrounds me were beyond tolerable. I always picture myself hanging upside down in a wind tunnel with the wind blowing in my face at full speed, looking like a French bulldog smiling, wearing a pair of sunglasses. The, th the thought of that picture has always made me smile. We have to learn to love ourselves, 
respect ourselves, do not compromise who we are because we are all beautiful lights. It is time to step up in order for the universe to see our beautiful light. Now the next one is behind the glass. As I look back in my life as a young sixth sensory, I realized I did not belong where I was, including the family where I was born. I felt like a stranger. I never felt connected with the rest of the environment I was surrounded with. The only time I felt whole was when I was outside surrounded by nature. I would look at the skies and see the beautiful cumulonimbus taking the shape of horses or faces. It was magical to see them under the beautiful blue sky. My imagination was endless. I was transported into a magic world where everything was beautiful, peaceful. I was being seen for whom I truly was. But... When reality would come back, then I was the skinny little girl looking from behind the glass. My emotions and feelings were raw. The reality I was living wasn't matching what I was. I felt lost. The harsh reality would touch my skin like acid rain. I felt oppressed by everyone. I felt no one could understand me. I had to go back to take refuge in my own reality, the one that will anchor deeply inside of my head in order to survive. As I continued to grow up, so was the feeling of not living my life to me, truth to my true self. I started to live a double life, one in this reality and the other one in my imagination in order to survive. My emotions and feelings were so raw. My ego was like a pit bull ready to attack anyone that will say anything. I was angry. I wasn't happy at all because no one could see me. At that time, living a six-century life would have been like living in Salem at the time of the witch hunt. I felt stuck behind the glass. The last one, and and I think that's the most powerful one, if I can flip on it. It's called broken glass. As I was standing behind the glass, looking through, I felt the urge to break it. But in the same time, my ego was telling me not to do it. I was paralyzed by fears. If I took the leap of faith and break the glass, I was going into the unknown, somewhere I wasn't familiar could it be a dangerous path? Was I ready to do this? The more I was thinking about it, the terrified I became. Despite hearing, despite hearing the universe calling me, I stood there slowly walking backward, ready to turn around and run for my life. I was so young, completely alone in my journey. No one to mentor or guide me. As I was starting to slowly step back, I felt the urge to look again through the glass. What I saw was amazing. I saw freedom. I saw myself free. But I was still moving backwards slowly into this gray world I was already living in. The thought to go back made me sick to my stomach. 
Tears were starting to roll on my cheeks. My body was shaking. I could not breathe anymore. I felt my world starting to collapse on me. I stopped, took a good look at the world I was ready living in, then turned again toward the glass where the light was coming from. I took a deep breath. I slowly let it out and started to walk toward the glass again. As I approached the glass, I started to lift my arms on the front of me. My left hand touched the glass. I slowly closed my right hand, then slowly pulled my arm with my fist closed. While I exhale, I punched the glass. My hand went through the glass, then the entire glass shattered in thousands of pieces like stars in the sky. As the glass was falling around me, I felt a sense of relief. I was looking at the broken glass. I felt at peace. I was now whole. I looked toward the unknown, having faith that everything will be all right somehow. I took my first step into the unknown and never looked back. The last one is walking into the light. As I stepped into the unknown, my heart was pounding into my chest. I felt a sense of peace hovering over me. The feeling of freedom was palpable. It was beautiful. I felt the light of love shining upon me. I felt blessed. I felt whole. I felt connected with the universe. I wasn't alone anymore. The veil of sadness was gone. The years living in that world was washing away. I felt reborn. In my exhilaration, I had no idea what was coming to me. This feeling was intoxicating. I trusted the universe. By breaking the glass, I finally opened my world to endless possibilities. Nothing was going to stop me. I became a co-creator with the universe. It felt good. I could not help but smile as I took my first step into the unknown. My faith was stronger than steel. I was ready to be in charge of my life. I wasn't dependable of others. Whatever was coming my way, I was in a driver's seat and not in a codependency of someone. It was time to be on my own in order to grow, to become who I am today. I knew my path would be different than most people. I felt it deep in my core. I was ready to embrace that. I would not settle until I was ready. I wasn't going to compromise my soul for anyone. Yes, that was a powerful uh, statement. I wasn't going to compromise my soul for anyone. What came into my life from that point on would be my true life lessons. Some of them were extremely difficult to go through. Even when I had one finger gripping the ledge, dangling like an ornament from a tree, ready to fall into the abyss of negativity, somehow... 
I found the strength I needed to pull myself off the ledge and walk away. I also had some small reprieve between each lesson, but they became shorter as the universe reminded me I needed to step up to my life missions. Each time I had to go through the next life lessons, it felt like going back down the raging river called life. I barely healed from the wounds of the previous life lessons. It was exhausting, but it wasn't my timetable. It was the universe. I kept my faith, even in dire situations. I always found a way to trust the universe. The fighter in me always stood up ready to go to battle. As I was resting, I asked the universe, was it necessary for me to go through those horrifying life lessons? Seriously, I do still ask that too. <laughs> like, are you freaking kidding me? Would it be easier to just give me the quick version? I know, I asked this. Same I said, no. I said, no, you go through the entire thing. <laughs> I never truly got an answer. Well, I did, actually. <laughs> Many years later, sister, I knew since I was committed to my journey, I could not run away from those life lessons, no matter what kind of bargain I would try to negotiate with the universe. Those to me were the most interesting and powerful thing I ever wrote. And I wrote a lot of blogs, but those are on my um, edgintuitive.com. And if you want to be inspired, just read them because they give you the strength, the courage to continue in your life. It gives you the power to move in your life. It gives you the fire to be inspired, regardless of what kind of crap we go in our lives at any given time. Hi, Cheryl. It's me again. So um, as I was cooking my uh, dinner, I was listening to you, and I just yep. really needed to tell you that, um, you know, you, you really articulated um the dance well and even more than that what you did i feel is that you affirmed that that dance is okay you said it in a way that um normalizes um i think what a lot of people feel and not everybody feels this i mean i i, I was like are you like my long lost sister or something i'm like going i probably um, am you probably <laughs> i would be more than happy to have you it's probably it's probably true because I'm, I'm, I listened to you, and it totally mirrored what I felt as a child growing up. And I wanted yeah. to get back on here, not because I wanted to say my experience, because you already articulated it well. It's to anybody else that's listening to tell them as well that, 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 that this kind of stuff is not um, odd. Um, oh, no. And if people experienced it. You know, like whether you did or you didn't, that, that doesn't matter. But I, I, I know what it was to grow up mm -hmm. and, and feel um, a great sense of self and a great um, disconnect with the world. And, yep. you know, I went to Catholic school, which was like yep. a progressive Catholic school in San Francisco <laughs> in the 60s and 70s. So like it was like yep. the best end of Catholic school. Right, which taught me all kinds of great stuff. I gotta say, like, well, I'm not gonna like, like, totally like shame it, but it also had this underlying current of um, conformity, normalcy, 
and and um, like even the act of daydreaming, right? Like you're, you're sitting at your desk and you're looking out the window, and 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 I knew in my heart that when I was doing that, that I was on a journey that was like awesome and valid and real. But of course, all the teachers said, you know, why are you daydreaming? Come back here and study your freaking math or whatever. You know, it's like math smash. Are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> you really think that that's important? Um, and so, and, and I'm not saying this in any kind of egotistical way whatsoever. I really am not. But there's some part of me as I get older that I realize that there was a part of me that it wasn't that there was that I was damning them or that I was I was saying you're not right, but I was saying, Oh, could somebody maybe affirm that I am right? You know, and mm -hmm. I don't need to be a person that has to put somebody else down to make myself right, but I was right to have, uh, you know, gazed out that window and daydreamed mm -hmm. because that's yes. the land that you wander that, that makes, that puts us in touch with the universe and places that we know exist, but we can't quite, we can't quite see. Um, yeah. And I felt that in your, in your poems and in your writings, and I just needed to tell you that. And um, again, I am not one. You got. I mean, you said you were. Um, what's the word? You said you were a little bit of a introvert or something, right? I was really shy when I was a kid, and I kind of still think of myself as an introvert. But I've really overcome that because. Um, I, I understand that accessing and like being out there in the world and being able to like connect has great value. So I kind of lost the fear that was the impetus for my inter in, in yep. my um, my insecurities when I was a kid. So that's a long way of saying I don't do this kind of stuff often. I talk to my like half a dozen best girlfriends and a couple boyfriends, not boy boyfriends, but friends yeah. that happen to be boys yeah. um, in this way regularly but i don't go i don't do this so i just want to say that you um just way to go way to go for for being out there and being real and and putting yourself out there on a consistent basis with your blog and your thing and you know whatever it takes any of us to um to connect and to mm -hmm. to to be able to say your your spiel, you know, mm -hmm. and to be able to feel heard or feel able to have a platform or not. I don't know. It's just um, it's just great stuff. So I just wanted to let you. I just wanted to say thank you for what you what you read to us. And um, that's and I my value. It. That's my value. That's who I am. It's great. I, I write it down and I'm still in tears right now as I'm done reading it because I wrote it a few years ago in 2017 and uh, um, this is who I am and some of those words still resonate with me because um, I made choices in my life that I rather walk away from people and situation that are not for my highest good because my life purpose is why I'm here for. Mm -hmm. And not everybody can do that. Right. I have right. heard it from a few people who told me, said it takes a, you have to be very strong because people will never walk away from other people or situation because of their life purpose. So for me, it's to empower people and make them realize right. 
maybe you grow up backwards because you I never felt I was in the right space. I never felt yeah. that was my family. My family for me is not where I'm born. Is yeah. the family I'm creating where I'm at. And right. uh, it maybe sounds shocking for people who never had to experience this, but this is my journey. And I always say to yeah. people, this is my journey. Right. And a lot of people don't understand, but you, you, you don't miss your family. My family is not over there at all. Right. Right. It's here. It's with who I decide to, to bring. My family is what I create. But not all, some people suffered enough. Uh, and, you know, we're talking about uh, teenagers who want to kill themselves because yes. they don't understand who they are. They realize they don't belong. They don't have the recipe to walk away. They don't know. When yeah. I was 10 years old, I wanted to take my suitcase and leave, but I couldn't because that was underage and I had no idea where to go. So I had to go through, you know, the, I had nervous breakdown. I had depression when I was a teenager. Yeah. And a pretty severe one, but it wasn't because, oh, it was for a boy. It was because I wasn't where I needed to be. Right. And I knew it. And that's the horrible part. It's like, how can you escape the place you are that is not yours to start with and right. where you don't belong? It's not even belonging in school. It's belonging in your own family. Right. Right. In, in your, your family, in your life, in this, in your in life. This world, yeah. It feels like you've been, you. yeah, it feels like you've been cheated and you're like, why am I here knowing that that's not my life that doesn't belong with me? And that's, right. that was the hardest part. The journey took me five decades to be where I am now. This is my life. Those right. five decades I spent is to get there, to get where I am today. Exactly. exactly. And it's explaining to people some individuals have a very easy journey and that's great because that's their journey. We're not right. equal. And right. that's what I'm trying right. to say to people. Yep. Don't look at equality. We want to be equal. We're never going to be equal because our journey is different. Mine took me freaking five decades to get where I need to be. Yeah. And some don't because they're already on their right path, which is great. But mine had to go through trials and tribulation, life lessons, just to get where I needed to be today. And today... Right. I'm in the right space. That's great. I'm on my journey. I'm on the right path. Right. So you vocalizing that and you 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 yeah. saying it is is um, it's not only an affirm. I mean, the, it's the biggest thing is an affirmation of, of of your journey, which is like really important. Yeah. And it's also you know you know, I mean, g giving help to others who are on their journeys, and we're all on our journeys. I'm on my journey. You know, I'm on my yeah. you know mid just shy of my mid sixties and been a thoughtful and um, inquisitive yeah. and spiritual person my whole life. And I, mean, I was like eight um, and thinking stuff um, that was deep and real and um, having a hard time finding people. And I think this is where like being in community, which could be, which I don't know, like quote unquote should be family, but it's not always yeah. the born family, but being in a community with people where you can, you know, bounce ideas off and like learn exactly. and grow and like feel yeah. safe, right? And that's that's what you said too. You were, you were talking earlier about feeling safe. Yeah. And um, I think that you are doing a really great job. And I felt safe. You know, I I, I came back and I'm talking to you. Yeah. Feeling safe in um in being real. 
Exactly, because you're and not, not being judged, not thinking like, oh man, no. you know, like no, no, if no. I do this, they're gonna think that or whatever. I gotta do this, and I mean, it's just like such an unnatural state, and it's just so crazy how it's become so natural. Mm-hmm. Like for so many people, like I'm a woman, I should do X. I'm a man, I should do Y. I'm, you know, a kid. I'm a boy. I'm a girl. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm an in and I'm an out. I'm like, man, all the definitions that the world gave to everybody to help them like forget who they really are and just let somebody else on the outside decide that this is actually who you are right Mm -hmm. like because it's too messy to like dig around if you're like somewhere in the middle so like we'll just let you know and tell you and just fall in the line like (laughs) going to a slot right like a little ball at a pinball (laughs) machine right you know if you're lucky you'll fall in one right imagine that ball being shot out of a pinball machine and bouncing off things right And then you get to, like down to the bottom, and then there's a flipper. And if yep. you get it right, maybe you got flipped back up. You get another chance. Yeah. Right. And maybe you fall into a hole and you win a point. You know, or maybe you don't, and you go down into that hole. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's that's the world that our society's made, and we've done because people are scared and fearful, and um. You know, because they want to know the answers, and it's hard. It's hard to go out on the ledge. Um, and you go on the ledge quite often. You're being pushed over the ledge, actually. So that's what makes it harder. It's like, for me, uh, all of those years, you know, I know who I am, but you know, it's I live with uh, in solitude to get where I needed to be as yeah. a warrior, and that's what I've yeah. done. Yeah. Because you could not, and I could not have somebody in my life while I was going through all of those changes, because the reason would have been, you know, if the universe and the universe knows better than anybody else's, in terms of transformation, and it took five freaking decades, well, guess what? They would have not been that many, and that person would probably be there at the beginning, but would have not been there the entire time because right. it wasn't possible because of the transformation and everything I had to go through. So for me... Right. As uh, somebody who's, I don't, I, I don't classify myself as a loner. I say a warrior because this is not a loner, but it's a warrior. You don't go, you go alone in your fight because it's yeah. your fight. You don't take yeah. the village with you. Right. So it takes years. Really true. It takes years, and I think people need to understand that because some people are, you know. Uh, as I said, we all have a different life, a different path. And if somebody got it easy, just bless them and be happy for them. Don't be pissed off. This is not their life. This is not your your life. Yours is different. And yes, you have to go and pull miracle off the rabbit hole. And yes, you're going to be dangling on the ledge with one figure and they are ready to just say, F off, I give up. But there is always that strength in you that will pull you off one way or the other. And I've done that many times that... Even this morning, it sounds funny that I gave up, but I'm like, universe, I don't know what to do. I went to bed, I'm like, I gave up on this point. Well, the universe took care of it because the other, they decided to come back after two hours and decided to eat. I'm like, good. That's right. But That's right. it's very, very hard to, um, you know, when your journey is that long, it you have, for me, when I wrote it, it comes from the heart, it comes from who I am. And um, it's an important message for everybody who struggle and feel mm-hmm. that it's not fair life is not fair well no life is not fair you're not here to have a fair life you're here to experience that's right and you have to go you're gonna have to go in through your life lessons no matter what trust me you, there is that's no right. free 
free shake for today. You don't have to do it this time around. Hey, you get a free pass. That doesn't exist, all right? Because right. there is no free pass. But well, to me, it seems like you got to you got to come back next time, right? I'm not sure if I oh, really. Oh yeah, really and, I, and trust me, but, I'm not coming back next time. So no, no, no I'm not either. <laughs> I, I think I I think I think I went through it a few times. Yeah, and 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 then we wonder, right? Sometimes again, this yeah. is no way being um, any kind of like like judging thing and whatever. It's just like awareness, you know. Like, yes. um, so for instance, I have a, a fabulous group of women that I teach um, one morning a week. I teach them pottery, and they're four women, and they're all very very different. And um, and yet we come together. We've come together for about three or four years now, and every week we spend an hour and a half together so that's a pretty um that's a pretty intimate relationship in a way yeah, um yeah, yeah. and um they're all different and they all have different things to say and i love um as a teacher and i say that word with somewhat of trepidation but actually i do believe that i am um to to look at them and to understand um to understand them to see them and to see um, how they interact with the clay, how they um, interact with each other, how people choose to, um, what they say about someone else's like comment, you know, and just the degrees of like, I don't know, I just like, I just ask, I'm going to call it like on the road, right? Yeah. Just like on the road. Because there's no like, like the road, it's just the road and we're just here, yep. there on it. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun to see because there are some that are like, yeah, and they're like right there, you know, they're just like right there on the road. And there was, a, you know, another woman who was like, I mean, she's on the road because she's with us and she's there, but she's like, you know, it's like, I, I not that it's different than everybody else, different. It's like it's different. different pace. Yeah. It's different, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and, and part of it too, like, like I think for us, like learning our, um, you know, our, our power and for women, particularly, um, it's a tricky road because, you know, we all pretty much know that no matter how powerful we, powerful we are, you know, there's a couple other weird little hurdles that yeah. the world's created that we kind of have to occasionally, I'm not gonna say all the time, but just every once in a while, we've got to stretch our legs and yeah. jump over them. And different people have different ways of, you know, viewing and seeing that and all. But um, so just like how that plays into the whole dance, right? Like mm -hmm. being women and being both powerful and intuitive and um, claiming that power, right? You know, and yes. how, how that's a road and a journey in and of itself mm -hmm. and how we might claim it some ways in some areas of our life like i just gotta tell you all i'm not gonna like i'm not like saying that i'm great but actually i'm really a good potter i i'm really good um i mean i'm you know i spent six years in japan studying pottery yeah, and i devoted exactly. my life to this i mean i know when i'm good and i know when i'm not i, I can't spell I'll, I'll tell you that don't ask mm -hmm. me to spell anything but if you need me to make a pot i'm your gal um yeah. So knowing that power and knowing your weaknesses, knowing your vulnerability, and just, um, what should I say, like having ourselves form our own um, 
uh, assessment of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to the outside world doing it, it's just like mm-hmm. f them, you know. Um, exactly. <laughs> 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 I'm not even Jewish, so I say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, ridiculous, right? Yep. Ridiculous. So, um, yeah, funny. Anyway, I'm sorry. I probably talked too long, but it's you're you're interesting. You're safe. You're aware, and I'm. I always search for experiences like that in my life because I know that it helps me grow. And to all those people out there, I see in my little thing. There's 73 of you listening. To all of you people out there, like join in and talk with this woman because. She's interesting and she's real and she's safe and you can be safe with her too. Um, Thank you so much, Cheryl, for those kind words. Um, You're welcome. You're welcome. My salad, my dinner, and my husband are waiting for me. Uh-oh. No uh uh-ohs there. Nope. (laughs) No uh-ohs, baby. (laughs) I'm I'm leaving that world behind. All right. (laughs) He can wait all night if he needs to. (laughs) He waits no. like five years if he needs to. Um, <laughs> but I'm hungry, so <laughs> yes. So have a wonderful dinner, my friend. Thank it's you. always a pleasure right. to uh, to have you and speak with you. Uh, take care and take care too. You take and care I, too. All right. Bye. Bye. I am. You know, it's always a uh, pleasure and an honor to have people who come with an open heart and my story, my bio that I just um, shared because I did it in four, actually, uh, blogs, uh, which you can call four blogs, on my website, because it's on my permanent website. I created the pages for people to read it, because I felt as I was writing it, and um, with the help of the universe, I wrote this. Um, They brought me to tears again, which is very interesting, because it felt, um, it felt, even though it's, five decades of uh, a life that has been a warrior life. It's been uh, very challenging. And for people, that's why when we talk about equality, you're like, no, we're not equal because we're not on the same path. We will have the same uh, life. Is everything exactly the same? Then we'll be equal because our journey is different. And we need to understand that. We need to stop to look at what the neighbor has or the cousin has because it doesn't make any sense. It's a question of who we truly are and really resonate with us. And even if it's very difficult. Hi, Sherry. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. good? So how's yeah. your evening going? Very good. Okay. What would you like to share with us tonight? I like to share. Um, I have I have a son named King, but his real name is Anthony. That's why I call for his nickname. Oh, hi! How come? Okay, he's very talented. He's very talented. Oh, what is he doing? He is watching his YouTube videos. Oh, he's on YouTube. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have a son? No, I don't have children. Do you have anybody um that watch Faron, the royalty family? Faron, which royalty family are we talking about? Okay. Enlighten me. Go on, go on YouTube and search royalty family. Okay, give me one sec. Let me. I'm switching. Uh, as you're talking with me. Okay, so I am on YouTube. And who should I be searching for? 
Royalty family. Royalty. Okay. Oh, cool. Theron get his first job. <laughs> that sounds fun, actually. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me ping this one into my uh, library. I'm going to save it because I won't. Okay, let me do one thing on this one. Um, t -t 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 -t. um I'm sure. Okay, so I will do that. I'm going to save it. That sounds super fun. So what are we uh, doing with that YouTube? Talk to me. Who, who started that? And why did it come about? My mom. It became about my life. Oh, really? Okay. So what made you decide to do this? What made you decide to go on YouTube and, and share all of this? Are you still with me? Did we hold on? Let me switch. Oh, I dropped it. Oh, you dropped. Uh huh. Okay. Well, at least uh, if you can come back up, because I want to know more uh, about uh, a little bit more about how did you get it started? Because that sounds pretty cool, actually. I'm I'm switching right now to uh, Ferran gets his first job. This is funny. My girlfriend got arrested for this. <laughs> <laughs> who adopted a girl but our son gets jealous this is cool dad reacts 11 years old son cringe tiktoks oh my god this is so funny fair on one shot this is awesome what a creativity but i like the first job on this one that sounds pretty pretty cool you get your first job who's my crush we found out our son's secret <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, this is so funny. Baby Milan eats spicy food for the first time. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> Reacting to our first ever YouTube video, so cringe. 2017. Oh, this is so cool. I like that. We got new creators here. Oh, welcome uh, to Wisdom. This is awesome. Oh, I love it. You know. We're living in a world where uh, a lot of people, and I don't spend, well, I do spend time, but I'm listening to actually Dr. Joseph Murphy when I'm on um, um, on YouTube, or I'm listening to my favorite bands, which one of them is Red Hot Chili Pepper and Incubus. Incubus, I wish you were here, actually, because I love that song, especially uh, the lyrics are beautiful, so... But it was nice to have you uh, for a minute with us uh, on Wisdom, and uh, maybe next time you can uh, talk to me a little bit more about your videos because that would have been awesome to do that too. Love videos. And, you know, it's always fun to see what uh, kids are doing with their parents' uh, um, overview as well um, on YouTube. But that's great. So I hope everybody had a good night and a good show uh, here on the Show. I will be back tomorrow um, to talk about business during lunchtime. And that's the series of the week. I know I was quiet on Friday. I know there were no C-show on Friday, neither during the day, neither in the evening. A lot of things that I had to uh, deal with uh, and my pop-ups being sick. So that was one of the reasons as well I wasn't uh, live uh, one of the reasons, but I had other uh, business to attend that got, got me super busy and off track. But I'm back on track 
And we'll be back tomorrow for um, talk about business. I wish everybody a beautiful, beautiful night. And remember, whoever you are, you're a beautiful light and shine the light. Don't try to prove anything to anyone. Just, I always said, live your life to the fullest. That's the best legacy you can ever do to your own self. Live your life to the fullest. Stay authentic. Be authentic. Be true to yourself. And never compromise for anything or anyone. Even sometimes when the choice are hard um, to make, that you feel that you're losing maybe somebody that you loved uh, as a friend uh, or, you know, moving on to do other things. We have to, to let go. Uh, I know I knew some people who had a great job and they had a great opportunity of a lifetime. It was like tearing themselves apart because they were leaving their family to a new adventures. Life has so many adventures that empowers us that we need to be able um, uh, uh, to be able to uh, uh, to do good things for our own self. And it's time uh, for us to to embrace who we truly are, to have the power to do that. So I am asking.